Oh, hello. I didn't see you there, Internet. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a new podcast from Yotsuben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two dear friends of ours, uh, Tiago. Hello. And Rose. Hi. Uh, just for a little table setting, uh, Desi and I are both uh, the longtime fans of Ace Attorney. Uh, we've played almost all the games uh, in the series, whereas Rose and Tiago have never played any of the games and will hopefully be providing a unique perspective as folks coming to this fresh. Uh, we're going to be talking about today the very first case of Game 1, uh, which is Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and this is uh, the first turnabout is the title of this case. Um, again, just for a little bit of history, this game originally came out in 2001 on the GBA in Japan, and then uh, it did not come out in America until 2005, nearly four years later, when they ported it to the Nintendo DS and, and then localized it. Um, but uh, when it came to the Nintendo DS, they added another case, which we will be including in our playthrough here since we're, we're going off the DS version. And uh, uh, yeah, so we'll just uh, jump right into it. Um, this is basically a tutorial case. So if for me, I was kind of just going through the motions again because I remembered every single plot beat. Um, but I guess uh, for y'all who were playing it for the first time, uh, well, I'll start with you, Tiago. Did you think that this like did like a really good job of uh, introducing the basic idea of like, okay, here's where you listen to testimony, and then here's where you have to apply evidence to a statement? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like it was. Oh wait, I have a question. This can stay in or not? Can we cuss? Go right the fuck ahead. <laughs> okay, great. Um, oh thank, <laughs> thank <laughs> God. I, I was like. Oh no, if I can't cuss, I'm gonna say fuck by accident. Um, I found it to be, yeah, it was pretty simple, and I, thank God, because I, in real life, probably never solved a court case. Uh, but in the video game, it was like, it, Phoenix, just freaking listen. Just listen to what they're saying, and then one of them, they're lying. They're, they're lying. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yes, I thought I mean, it was pretty solid. Yeah, the, the game does the Columbo thing, which is that it shows you the killer commit, essentially commit the murder, like, in the first animatic uh which you know again uh i've been reading some of the blog posts from shu takumi uh talking about the development of the game uh, as research for this this podcast and he he said yeah you know with the uh first case with the tutorial he wanted to literally do that just like okay we're going to show you the villain we we don't need need to worry about like making this a full in full involved mystery yet instead we want to just set things up so that you can uh, learn the mechanics first, and then next case, we're going to start to make it a little more difficult and not tell you outright who it is. Uh, but they still they still telegraph things pretty hard in, in case two, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh, Rose, what what did you think as far as how the, the game handled teaching you the mechanics here? I thought it was uh, a really well-done tutorial, honestly. Uh, I wasn't 100... I, uh, for context, know very little about Ace Attorney to the point that even I am surprised. So I didn't 
know what to expect. Uh, I was sort of expecting like a visual novel, which I mm-hmm. guess is not wrong, but I was immediately like, oh, like there is like logic puzzle gameplay in here. And obviously the first one was quite simple. So it's right. just sort of introducing me to the idea, but I definitely can see how they can make it more complicated and do more things with it in the future. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that, honestly. So I did a good job. <laughs> cool. Uh Desi, uh I know obviously we've played these games before, but it's revisit- been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. But revisiting it, I guess, did you have any thoughts coming back to it? Um, I think thinking back on it now from, you know, it's been, oh God, um, 2008 is when I played this game. So that would have been about 13 years ago that I played it, looking Mm -hmm. at it more on the design side of it now. um, I think the first case, they do do a really good job of just, this is a tutorial here is your evidence. There are very obvious times on here that you need to keep track of. And it's not hard to forget those times. But obviously, you can go back and look at evidence as many times as you want. But in this particular case, there's it's all very straightforward. You know, the lady coroner report says that she died between, what was it, 5 and 6 p.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the other one says something about there's like a one o'clock. The um, testimony that the killer gives says one o'clock. Obviously, there's a contradiction in that, and that's where you you know oh I need to you know pre- this is where I need to present this evidence at. It's very straightforward, very easy to understand, and it's just a good first step of a long a long series of steps where it gets more and more complicated. Right. That just to um, then get into just a rough outline of this case for folks who maybe haven't played it, uh, you are introduced to uh, the titular character, Phoenix Wright, uh, as he is about to uh, go into court to defend his buddy, uh, his childhood friend, Larry Butts, who (laughs) will definitely show up a lot uh, throughout the series, especially in this first game. I guess uh, it, it, his mentor Mia Fey is there, uh, and she, you know, is is essentially his, uh, uh, you know, assistant essentially in the in the way that the ca- the case plays. In that you most Ace Attorney cases, you will have somebody standing next to you while you're in court to give you color commentary, to occasionally give you the "come on, think through this," you know, to give you that one hint uh, to a uh, to a solution. Um, and the victim is Larry Butts's uh, ex, Cindy Stone, and she was murdered by uh, Frank Saw It. Um, so uh, <laughs> this game, uh, the game in Japanese has lots of character name puns as well. Uh, so when they localized it, uh, the puns are not the same always. You know, sometimes you can find a way to translate a pun in, in a similar vibe, but a lot of these are just totally new puns that they had to come up with for names. Uh, they transplant the whole game as well. This was this was a heavy localization because, you know, again, the original game is set in Japan with the Japanese court system, which is very, very heavily biased towards prosecutors. It's very, very rare uh, 
in the Japanese court system for a defense attorney to get their client uh, off scot free. Uh, so that is that is kind of like the the basis that this this game is operating in. But then they transplant it to California. <laughs> is, I, is, I is played Persona do. Five. I uh, very yeah. <laughs> familiar, obviously, an expert in the Japanese legal system. So this should be a piece of cake for me. I know. Yeah, and and so. Um, so when they when yeah when they bring it over here they put it to bring it to California and yes then they tr- totally translate everybody's name like um the, I think the like simplest uh answer or explanation uh example of this is Phoenix Wright's name in Japanese is Ryuichi uh, Naruhodo and uh if you've watched any anime for any amount of time you know that Naruhodo is often a oh I see kind of uh, exclamation and uh that that's his name in, in the japanese version of the game so they 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 keep that uh vibe up here with larry butts and winston Payne, the prosecutor oh uh, winston pain <laughs> yep yep I, and, i'm gonna need you guys to tell me all these puns <laughs> I, it's going right over my head i'm just i saw I read weird i saw larry butts and at the end of the case uh, your boss goes, oh, look, it's Harry. And I was like, oh, Harry butts, LaValle. Yep. Um, yep. That's that's all. It, if something smells, it's usually the butts. It's just an an excuse to use a bunch of butt puns. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, Winston Payne is um is uh is obviously you know winced in pain. The Japanese name for him, uh, his last name was Auchi, uh, I believe. <laughs> yes. So that that's kind of what they're trying to to bring over here. Um, and obviously Frank saw it. Is you know he says he saw Larry you know he frankly <laughs> do, saw do it. it yeah so um yeah no we will get lots uh, of pun we will get lots of puns uh, with love. almost every character name throughout this game series they they do drift away from it over time uh, as it becomes more difficult and generally the policy has been a main character like Phoenix Wright or Mia Fey you know or eventually you will meet you know some other characters too. They they will not have as punny a name, mm-hmm. you know. Like Wright, obviously, you can still make lots of puns off of Wright, but Phoenix Wright, as a whole, is not a pun the way Winston Payne is a pun, you know. Um, so it's just a memorable name, exactly. Uh, so, but that's generally been the kind of the way they lean with it is 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 to give the side characters the goofier, more wacky pun names. Uh, but yeah, so I think I feel like they chose the name Phoenix for the you know the comeback kid kind of style derived from the ashes. Yeah, the Phoenix is the underdog and has to claw his way up with what little evidence he has, kind of thing. That's always where I kind of assumed his name. It's also just a sick name. Oh yeah, it's also just a dope name. Yeah, (laughs) it it is a sick name. Uh, The the game's title in Japanese uh, is uh, like turnabout turnabout court essentially uh so that is why they always use the word turnabout in all the case names here uh and again turning things around at the last second that's exactly what like phoenix kind of you know applies to here rising from the ashes at the last second to to find the perfect evidence oh wait i just thought about something should we talk about like I, I don't have any... I've never played an Ace Attorney game, but I like have some general knowledge of it. And should mm-hmm. we talk about that? Or... Nah. Yeah. Oh, like, 
it was it like, had a big internet know. presence when it was when it was you know yeah um, came out in America for a while I I used being... objection generator objection. <laughs> yeah. wait there's an objection generator yeah it was it was a big thing for a while where you could it was a website it, it might was, even still be around a, I'm it sure. was one of them memes that the kids like yeah, yeah. Uh, where you could you could t- you could type in a message that you wanted to pop up and then it would animate phoenix saying objection you know and then have a message afterwards is that uh, what people on twitter use sometimes i thought, I thought they were just really good at editing <laughs> uh there there is a bot there if we're talking in the year of our lord 2021 uh when this is being recorded there is a twitter bot where you can reply to a thread and say hey ace attorney bot you know Make turn this into t- 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 turn this into a conversation and then a bot generates it with the, all the people talking uh as various characters in the game that that i've definitely seen can we fucking uh, download that that's around. sick as hell <laughs> um, it, it just operates online <laughs> oh fuck. okay so um rose do you want to talk about your experience yeah what'd you bring to the table oh things i know about phoenix right okay very little i know that larry butts exists um, so that's a great start. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we solve crimes. Um, I know that Miles Edgeworth exists, and I'm definitely interested in, uh, meeting him. He's the sort of character vibe that I have been told I will enjoy as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just recently found out that there's some stuff with ghosts, and I thought, that that was like um you know like that fake spirit medium stuff. <laughs> Apparently, there are real ghosts in this game, you guys. Wait, there's fucking ghosts. I oh my god. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I, see, I already my vast knowledge has destroyed Tiago's enjoyment. Uh, no, it won't. Um. Uh, but apparently there's ghosts, and also don't I've worry, seen, it comes up pretty quick. I've seen some images of. A man who wears a visor and drinks coffee, and I think he's from later games. He is, um, yes. Yeah, that, yeah, go to. But I love coffee. It's my primary personality trait. Okay. So that's what I've got going for me. I know a few other odds and ends, but they're mostly just like visuals. Like I see a character and I go, oh, that I've seen a, a GIF set on Tumblr of that character. <laughs> that's all I've got. So this is very new for me. Yeah, same. I I mean, I, I absorb general knowledge from the internet. Like, I know that there's characters. It's almost Christmas. Stuff like that. Uh, oh, yeah. It is all, it's almost Christmas. It's almost, I do know that. See, seen that joke go around before. Uh, yeah, y- yeah. Yes. A couple uh, times. <laughs> uh, and listen, I know there's a hot clown girl. It's, it's like from game four. Oh, my God. I, I'll talk See, about it. I didn't, know, talk. I didn't know that. We gotta talk about it. All right, we just gotta put it out there. Why say a hot clown girl? What the fuck? We're gonna get to that later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking months from now, and I'm gonna I'm, flash back I'm to that. I'm now worried. And we're gonna need to like call back to the first episode when we get to the clown girl. Um, no, <laughs> that's that's work for future Ben. Um, I okay. So yes, that is our start. Well, that is my start. My roses starting off points, I guess is. General knowledge, we know memes, and we know specific mm-hmm. characters. Some specific characters. I don't know all of them. I don't know if there's a lady with a whip. 
Oh, yeah. 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 That'll, that'll be game two. Don't worry. We'll get oh, there. Oh, hell yeah. I do want to get to that also. We all, <laughs> both me and Rose love a lady with a whip. <laughs> unlike, unlike the cloud girl, that's relevant to my interest. <laughs> understandable. Understandable. Oh, okay. Um, so, so, yeah. Let's talk about no, this, guys. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to go beat by beat um, with, with everything, because at this point, the general gist is, you know, Larry is obviously innocent. He's your childhood friend. He might be a little bit of a skirt chaser, but he's not a murderer. And Frank uh, is uh, a common criminal. You know, he he's just go- pretending to go door to door selling newspapers so that he can just sneak in and, uh, you know, steal whatever is valuable in an apartment. And, you know... Uh, Cindy uh, comes home early, sees him pilfering her place, and he grabs the closest object he can, which is the Thinker statue, and and kills her with it. Um, so uh, that that's that's the arc arc of the case. Phoenix, you know, learns from Mia. You know, you have to use evidence to uh, prove that a statement is incorrect. Uh, and so the game, you know, it revolves mostly around very specific uh, times in this first case here to try to make it easy in that, oh, there was a blackout, so the clock should not have been working. You know, the, the Frank says, oh, well, if it wasn't the clock, it was the TV, you know, that sort of thing. And you're like, well, there's a blackout at the time, so the TV couldn't have displayed the time, you know, you wouldn't have seen that, uh, that sort of thing. And eventually you, you nail him. Uh, as being the one who who murdered uh, Cindy, um, but I guess what I was gonna do real quick is go around and see if anybody had like a a favorite, it, not necessarily a favorite moment. It can even be just a favorite line if you have a specific uh you know favorite part of this. But um, I- I'll start because my favorite bit I think of this is we we get we get a decent amount of characterization for Phoenix here, right? Like he's a little bit of a he's blundering through things a little bit he's all he's always trying to stretch time out like just oh hang on judge just one more second hang on i'm thinking i'm thinking you know he's always doing this sort of thing and uh when larry is about to blurt out uh what he thinks of cindy and you don't want him to say that he doesn't like her anymore because she broke up with him uh and you can choose one of the options for phoenix to try to motion to him that he should not talk. Uh, and it puts in parentheses uh, Phoenix's thoughts, his internal thoughts. Uh, and there's, as we get further on in the games, this will show up more, but I guess I should talk about it now. Anything in blue text and in parentheses is intended to be read as Phoenix's internal monologue, right? Ah. But, um, but, the oh, thing yeah. is, but the thing is, is that over time, sometimes people will react to it. Oh, and so sometimes, sometimes, sometimes people will react a little bit to it, as if he said it under his breath. And uh, so there's a lot of there's a very common fan interpretation, and I think it's main. It is very solidly supported by the game itself. Is that he is mumbling under his breath almost all of this? <laughs> so you know. Yeah, he's 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 oh, he's, wow. he's he's almost vocalizing his thoughts without realizing it. In a it's way, it's like it's like the guy from SpongeBob who's like, "This sounds like a load of particles." Like you say it just loud enough that somebody can hear you, but not if my quite. if my lawyer said that, I'd be like, "I'm fucked." 
like, that's basically what everybody feels like as soon as they start the case and Phoenix their lawyer. Oh, God, I'm oh, done. Oh, shit. Yeah, anyway, the whole reason I brought this up was to say that as Phoenix motions at Larry, it has text in blue parentheses, but uh, he says, lie like a dog (laughs) (laughs) and for some reason it's in all caps and for some reason that gets me because it's they slow down the animation of him pointing is the objection animation and they slow it down to try to give it emphasis as though he's somehow doing like hand signals you know to larry to be like don't say a damn thing lie like a dog and i don't know it, it still gets me uh even though I, I I've seen that line many times now, but uh, I I like that I like that one quite a bit. Uh, I so I interestingly enough I didn't tell him to lie. I told him to tell the truth. I told him also, to tell the truth. Yeah, I also was like, well, we have to tell the truth. This because... is a we're in a court system. We can't fucking lie. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be that would be awful if somebody did that. That's perjury not... doesn't exist in There's the Ace no Attorney world. <laughs> no oh, perjury. Everyone lies through their I fucking mean, teeth. We're, we're, we're exaggerating, but yeah, like the, the the there's no like mechanical representation of perjury. You know, oh, like people can yeah. get in trouble with the judge for lying. Uh, and after a case is over, sometimes you might hear like, "Oh, somebody who lied is going to go to prison for a bit because of this," or or whatever. Like you might get an offhand dialogue about it. But it's not, um, it's never like somebody lies and they're like, all right, well, you're in contempt of the court. We're throwing you out kind of thing. Like, they, they That's still what just I get... was worried about. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's just, it's a very dramatic game and lying makes things dramatic. So, oh, I you, hate lying. I'm bad at it. You think people just lie in court? Yeah, all the time. Oh, Phoenix... Especially in Ace Attorney games. <laughs> Especially Phoenix Wright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Phoenix Wright um, will uh, definitely adapt a uh ethos of the truth will set you free okay, um he, yeah. he he definitely he definitely uh for the defendants of, only <laughs> yeah and, and is jeff definitely like we must always seek out the truth even if it's uncomfortable that that is definitely messaging that is very deliberately stated in this game um but for now it's all about comedy at the start here we're, we're just getting that we're just setting the this table is, yeah this is still just a this is how you play the game this is how you pre- know present evidence this is how you contradict people by looking at the evidence more closely and finding out that there's specific times that you need to remember and things like that um, well i'm happy to know that both tiago and i instantly were concerned about perjury <laughs> yeah. i'm really glad I, I'm, I'm genuinely glad honestly I'm you'll have to I'm yeah it's, that's I, why it's so interesting to play through it again after all this time because you can be like, oh, I think I remember saying I should tell the truth last time. I'm gonna say lie this time and see what happens. My like, my uh, my, RP- I, I, my RPG experience as a Fallout player is like, oh, be good, otherwise people will be mean at me. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel secure in my t- truth decision. Hell yeah. Um, I think that just means you're a good person, Tiago. Oh god. <laughs> and Rose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I I want to I want to then loop back then around uh, to my original question. Uh, Desi, do you have like a favorite moment or line in in this first case? Is there anything that jumps out? Any to you? point in this game when the music cuts to the cornered music is my favorite part. Oh, I do love because that. it always gives me goosebumps because that track is so good. 
I still love it to this day. Like, it's still, like, when you present that piece of evidence that really shoved that guy, you've just proven him wrong three times. Mm-hmm. Now he is starting to sweat through his boots. It's like Danger and then Rampa. It's just so good. It has such a good yeah. buildup, and it's just, you feel so smart. I just, I remember when I was a kid, I was just like, oh my god, I'm so smart. I can't believe I'm so, I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm solving the puzzle. Yeah. I'm so excited to be smart. Um, Becky, you cut out my dang and Ralph but I didn't like it. <laughs> well, now That's okay, in. I didn't like it either. Now we have to keep it. Tiago, though, do you have a favorite moment in this one or a favorite line that stuck out to you? Oh, yeah. I So, I'm going to be honest with you. There was a moment where I was, like, stuck in this case, even though it's the fucking tutorial, is, um... So the guy, his defense is like, yeah, the the clock is three hours late, and that is... But you can't prove that it was three hours late on the day of the murder. And right. I went, fuck, yeah, I actually can't prove that. What the fuck? So I was ready to give up. <laughs> so, so did Phoenix! <laughs> I went, uh-huh. Um, I was ready. I was about ready to give up, and then Mia's like, no, don't give up, prove it. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to present the same piece of evidence again, and I hope that Phoenix gets it. <laughs> that's how I got through that, is simply Phoenix going, oh yeah, uh, it's 1pm in France, uh, 9 hour time difference, and I was like, wait, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll believe that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> just, Sometimes there are points in the game where you're so stuck that you just guess, and it just happens to work out, but uh, we, we haven't really gotten there yet in terms of difficulty but once well yeah but what happens is when you do figure out that piece of evidence everything else starts to fall into place and then more stuff makes sense and you're able to figure stuff out you know it seems like you're able to figure stuff out a little bit more and the most important thing of all and uh you might have noticed this is that when you present the correct evidence the music stops yes Oh, I did not notice that. So, save your game right before you're about to present a piece of evidence. And if you present the incorrect piece of evidence and the music keeps playing, you reset your system. Oh, thank you for the tip. I appreciate it. I'm trying my very best not to save scum this court game. Everybody saves scums this game. Everybody. There's not a soul out there that has not. I guarantee it. I'm going to be the first. I'm going to be the one playing on this. Oh, man. Uh, so, does this, yeah, I don't remember if do does this case have the penalty for presenting incorrect evidence? Is it, it just like a, at this point? It had a, like a bar at the top, right? Okay, yeah, because yeah, still... you get five tries. Yeah. Before yeah. you quote unquote fail the case and it pushes you back. Yes. Yeah. They 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 then they then then that's a straight up hard game over and then you it will put you back at your last save. Point. Yeah, it loops you back to a different save. But uh, the games get more generous with this over time. Um, so if you can make it through the first game, you know, y- y- you'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Rose, then, did you have any moments that stuck out to you uh, for uh, the fr- this first case? I'm going to have to say the thing that made probably the biggest impression on me was um, when you win and a bunch of silly confetti falls out of the courtroom <laughs> ceiling. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, you, you've never seen this before until now? No, I t- legitimately didn't know there would be oh, silly I'm so confetti. Glad. I'm so glad. I, <laughs> I, and there were so many sound effects, just like constant sound effects, just nonstop, uh, which I found hilarious throughout 
the entire thing. I was just like, wow, there, there's whip cracking noise. No, I see where the whip lady's going to come in. Yeah. <laughs> there was just like so many sounds and like then the confetti fell out of the ceiling and I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, this is, I hope this is in every Japanese courtroom. We will, we will have some stuff to share share with you all eventually once we get a little further in and I can share uh, old uh, Capcom 4 comas uh, about Ace Attorney that they made at the time. Um, there are some really, really good ones, but I, I can't share them yet due, due to spoilers. But one, once we get there, uh, our, our Discord chat will be full of these things. Um, oh, God bless. Because there's, there's some really good uh, stuff that they've built up over the years there. Um, so yeah. Uh, here's, here's some fun facts about this, uh, first case. It was, it was basically written in a month. Oh. Oh. Um, at, when, uh, Shu Takumi, uh, finished up, uh, working on some other, uh, Capcom games, he, uh, let me pull it up here, uh, so I can get all the exact, uh, information here, but he wrapped up on, um, some other games for Capcom and then was able to jump to making his own game for the first time. He was like, well, I really want to make a mystery game. I've, I want to make in, in particular, he wanted to make a detective game at first. Like he said, uh, I think I have an exact quote here. It had been my dream for six years, ever since I joined the company and my chance came one year ago in August of 2000, I had waited for six years. So I couldn't come up with something lame. What makes mystery fiction fun, and what is the best way of portraying that in game? I poured a lot of thought into that, uh, and he had in his mind this vision of a very jumpy witness who's trying to keep his lies going, and then a lawyer pointing at him and yelling objection, saying, "You're a big liar!" <laughs> and uh, so he started working on on this concept. And he went in, he went to a real courtroom with some of the other employees there and sat in for an indecent exposure case. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the first case that they they were able to like sit in on. Uh, and uh, here here's his exact quote. This is um from a wonderful, wonderful blog called uh, the Gyakuten Saiban Library, which uh is a a blog run by a person named Ash. They translate a lot of the Capcom blog posts by Shu Takumi and other staff at Capcom. Uh, it's been an invaluable resource right now, so I just wanted to plug them. Again, it is Gyakuten Saiban library.blogspot.com. Thank um, they've they've been incredibly helpful. And uh so from their translation of Shu Takumi's blog about this indecent exposure case uh, we thought starting with a murder might be a bit heavy for us, so let's try something light first. So, we entered into indecent exposure dash verdict. It seemed like the least sinful crime. Um, <laughs> not a great observation, Shu. But uh, he said, as far as what he noticed that he found really fascinating about this case, uh, a the judge doesn't use a gavel. I always thought a gavel and I thought of a judge. And of course, order, order. I thought that these elements were absolutely necessary, but in reality, the judge is empty-handed. They don't use gavels and they don't even say order, order. 
Wow. <laughs> that that <one's laughs> immersion ruined. Yeah. Uh, in addition, professionals don't like to use objection. You probably uh, have some grudge against the town where the defendant lives, said one. Uh, this is the very biased comment of the prosecution. And that was then interrupted by the defense attorney who stood up. Now that's it. Here comes the objection, I thought. I leaned forward expecting to finally hear a genuine objection, but the defense attorney just wore a half smile and scratched their head. Oh, er, about what you just said, it's a bit, uh, y you know? And the prosecutor seemed to understand what they meant and laughed back with a blush. I guess so. I'll change my question. That's not how it's supposed to be. It's oddly bala. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I really, I really love that he went there expecting all this bombast and instead got something very subdued. Granted, decent exposure. Eh, yeah, but, well, that's terrible. Oh. <laughs> we can all agree that it's probably worse. Uh, but oh, all that. That's a bold claim, my concern. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, uh, he also, he goes into some details about, like, the puns for the names, how he came up with all the, you know, these, these characters for the original, uh, prologue, but, um, but yeah, that, that, that was, like, that was the original inspiration, so I think you can see a little bit of that here with, um, clearly, uh, Cindy is, uh, her character is, it's a little dated now, but it's, she's, you know, she's intended to be, I don't know, a call girl or somebody, you know, a woman who, quote-unquote, gets around uh and larry is clearly not catching on to this fact you know um and he just thinks that she was just somebody who was cheating on him um Aww, and he just he, he so just dumb. doesn't catch on to it but She's then like what an escort I, I suppose yeah and then but then you know at the end you're supposed to present him uh did everybody present the right <sighs> evidence at the end to show that she really did have some thoughts for larry in the end uh Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say I did, but I I have some insider information that oh. somebody did. Oh, <laughs> uh, I um I didn't read the room, and they're like, "Oh yeah, show the fact that uh she cares." And I was like, "I don't know. She she go to Paris to get a like a boy for him or something." So I showed the passport. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> I was doing so good on the entire court case. And in that exact moment, I was like, oh, God, emotion. Uh, and I fucked up Larry. Sorry, Larry. Oh, Larry. You're more Phoenix than you'll ever know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so uh, there is one other thing that I thought I'd, I'd bring up here about the development uh, of the game here is that while they were working on the concepting phase, uh, it got shown to the producer and the other higher-ups at Capcom and this was like their their proof of concept time, but it had pretty different um, gameplay from what we see now. Uh, the concept at the time, and this is again quoting from Captain uh, Seiben blog, uh, the library was, or the, excuse me, the concept was so tense you aren't even allowed to lose attention once. We had a rigid time limit in real time. Oh, oh, oh no! My God, the game. No. The game ran from the start of the trial all the way to the end with no stops. Once you missed your cue, you'd get an instant guilty verdict. What? Which is wild to me. That's like, so difficult. On the Game uh, Boy Advance? 
Yes. And in addition, all the witness testimonies were recorded in the court record. And to point out a contradiction, you needed to go through all the old testimonies. Oh, that's just not fair. So basically, every testimony would be logged, and you'd have to go back into it then and pick out which statement and which piece of evidence needed to be presented together. I kind of wish there was a log, though. There will eventually be a log for the later games, but but yeah, unfortunately, Um, they they did not include it at this time. Um, Instead, you just keep going through the thing over and over again. Yeah, keep looping around. Uh, This wasn't so tense that you weren't allowed to lose attention even once. It was so many things happening, you don't even know what to pay pay attention to, said Takumi. Uh, So worst of all, this review session happened at the end of the year, and literally just days before the year-end party for Production Studio 4 at Capcom. And Takumi had promised to do a magic show for everyone. Oh! That, that's your first mistake, buddy. <laughs> he 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 apparently loves to do magic. This is this is great. So again, quoting from him, <laughs> his blog post. It happened at the end of the year party of Production Studio Four. I had promised to do a magic show in front of about a hundred drunken men. I'll leave out why things had turned out that way, but I had said I would, and I have my own pride, so I definitely have to do so. What am I supposed to do? As I was thinking about that, sadly, I was making. A silver orb float in the air. I cut through a beautiful woman and made the Capcom building disappear. This is partially exaggerated. And so the 20th century was about to end. That is again. That, that is his recording of, of, of his, his emotions at the time after doing this magic, uh, this magic trick, uh, I, this magic uh, display. I would actually... And then he went and made Ace Attorney. <laughs> and well, then, then he came back and he had to reevaluate everything and figure out how to, uh, you know, slice things up. Um, basically, you know, when you it, it, again, the team only had seven people. Uh, so what happened is immediately after this in January, one person had to leave the team. Uh... And so when you go from seven to six, that's a huge blow. Also, basically, Capcom put it on ice. Uh, he uh, Takumi even uses the word canceled here um, and and they basically said nope sorry uh, this isn't going to happen uh, we don't think we're going to be able to make your, your detective game and uh, uh, eventually then uh, apparently just a, not uh, only a week or two later then Takumi was able to get his producer to steal somebody from the original Resident Evil team to help them out whoa really yeah, so somebody who was working on Resident Evil, they were like, hey, could you come over and help us on this detective game instead? Got them to come over and got their team back up to seven people again and were able to restart development. Uh, this was then when they decided to reevaluate the structure of the game. Uh, this is when they made it episodic. So this is when they were like, okay, we're going to make this into episodes instead and divide it up into chunks. And then they also said... It's like Columbo. <laughs> exactly. And- <laughs> Again, Just like Columbo. Takumi is a huge fan of mysteries and Columbo uh, and Sherlock Holmes. He says his favorite detective is Sherlock Holmes. Uh, his second favorite is Columbo, I believe, is, is what he said in the past. Unfortunately, um, fortunately, I've read all the Sherlock Holmes novels. So I'm at least, <laughs> I've got that going for me. Exactly. Wait until you find out who your partner is in the more recent Sherlock Holmes or 
Well, I just spoiled that. Well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, wait, eventually. no, I know about Herlock Schultz. I know he exists. Yeah, no, yeah. I... One one day we will get there. <laughs> that seems far, far away. But uh, yes, I know. Depends I know on how fast about... you play through the games. I know a lot about Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so then in addition Peter to Falk episodes, is much more attractive than Sherlock Holmes. Sorry, that was a bad choice. Wait, who? <laughs> I... What? Who did you just say? Peter Falk. Oh, yeah. Sherlock Holmes, the fictional man in the public domain. You think that matters like, in my fucking brain? He can look like whatever you want. He can look like Peter Falk. Doesn't look like Peter look, Falk. He could be Peter <laughs> he could Falk. Be. He could be. He could okay, be Peter. what if what if Peter Falk was British and just did uh, a uh, 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 That sounds awful. <laughs> well, no, and also he's doing a lot of cocaine. Mm, you know what? That's did basically Sherlock Holmes. That, yeah. You know what? That kind of actually kind of cinches it for me. Uh, <laughs> no, well, no, I I've seen a lot of Columbo, and I do like that man fall. Um, I do not. Benedict Cumberbatch has redeemed himself as Doctor Strange in my eyes, but I don't <laughs> I want to talk about um, Mr. Crab Snacks, Red Machine Crab Snacks. I have nothing to say. Yeah, fair enough. Don't worry, we will we will get to talk more about Columbo soon. Very, very soon. Don't worry. Oh, because there is now, literally a character who is based off of Columbo who will show up soon. Yes, yes. Before before I get canceled in the first podcast episode, I do want to say wasn't um uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's fault that the Sherlock Stephen Moffat series was bad. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't Didn't worry. Didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> I I want to. He he was he did as good as he could do what he was given. Um, I thought the first episode. And now I'll show myself out. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, you know what? Listen, I, I was gonna kind of follow that up with work Columbo, but no, Sherlock talk. But then no, I realized we, we don't have to. We don't have to. This is the Ace Attorney podcast. I don't have to think about my disappointment. All right, sweet. Sounds good. Eventually, we will get a, a much better Sherlock that we can talk about. A uh, Herlock, excuse me. Uh, so, yeah. but, we're in America. Yes, after, we can say Sherlock. Yeah, exactly. Who's, who's going to sue us? Uh, so, after dividing it up into episodes, they then divided it up into segments within that for testimony, cross examination, as we now see it. So, basically, the idea was testimony, it's time for you to listen, and cross examination, time to point out the contradiction. Uh, and they would, uh, before, it was not locked in. You know, like now you are locked into the cross-examination. You have to present one piece of evidence to make things progress in the story. You know what I mean? Well, don't um, forget that you can also press the uh, examination statements. Is, or what, what am I trying to say? You, you can press the statements from the person on the poll first to see if you can get more information. And that's kind of what helps you decide what you want to uh if you want to present evidence or not right eventually uh, which will be far more helpful in later cases yeah you can you can uh re- like in this first case when you press a statement they will just give you a little bit more context to the statement and hopefully like I, if you press a statement you know sometimes mia will even jump in and be like this statement's really suspect phoenix this one's pretty suspicious you should maybe you know present evidence to this one uh the game eventually does sometimes utilize pressing 
the action, the gameplay action of pressing a statement in a different way. Like sometimes if you press a statement, they will expand upon their statement and add more details that then is the part where they will get tripped up. And then, you, you know, so sometimes you will need to press a statement. They will add a new statement and then you can present evidence to it. Um, this is something that is not said always super explicitly in the gameplay. That's that's kind of why I'm bringing it up here now, just in case you we we do ended up countering that. I don't remember if that comes up in the first game or not. I don't believe so. But um, but eventually that that is something that they they do add on to to try to give a little bit more depth to it. But for now, it is just find the right statement, present as evidence that contradicts it, and uh, and yeah, then they they wrap up with the the confetti. You get uh your you know, final meeting, like we talked about with, with Larry Butts, and you get one last chance to present a piece of evidence that doesn't, it does, again, Phoenix Wright is not a style of game where there's branching paths. You can, there's sometimes, you know, if you present the evidence to Larry, you get a few more pieces of dialogue. Yeah, it just, yeah, it just gives you like a cute little characterization or something. similar. It was but like it, it's not like you miss out. Yeah, you never, you never have huge branching paths. You know, due due to messing up uh, one of those last you know character moments, but um, if you need to present evidence, the game will lock you into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I think I think overall it's a uh, it's a it's a tutorial case, but it it sets us up with primary characters who will be important through the rest of the game, like Phoenix, like Mia, like Larry. Um, Winston, uh, Winston Payne is going to uh, show up in the first case of every game to be our tutorial beat em up uh, prosecutor. Uh, so if you the ro- if you want the rookie killer as they call him, yeah. So you you'll get <laughs> you'll get to see him in the first case of every game from here on out. Uh, but uh, and obviously the judge is the judge, so he'll he'll stick around. But next uh, next case we're going to get to meet a few more of the mainstays, and uh, I'm. I'm excited to see uh, what you guys think of it. I want. Win- yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll go right ahead. I was gonna say Winston Payne reminds me of Ted Scrub. Okay. Are y'all y'all big scrub head? I'm not no. a scrub head. I only have tangential awareness of it. Okay, cool. Rose, what are you gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I found myself a little bit uh, like I finished the first case. And I found myself a little disappointed that I was like, oh, I want to keep going, but. I better wait for everyone else. So I'm excited to uh, to get it. I was sort of like, okay, I kind of get this game mechanic. So let's find out where we're going next. So looking forward to it. Yeah, I did, I did, I did want more. Well, case two uh, will give us quite a bit more to chew on because it's going to be even going to be more than twice the length of the tutorial case, uh, roughly. So. Uh, It'll it'll have two segments essentially: an investigation phase where you're out in the world, moving around between locations to investigate the crime, and then it will have a courtroom phase, uh, the following day, in which you are back in the court doing what you did in the tutorial, but now with a decent amount more evidence to deal with and more testimony and witnesses. Uh, uh, I I feel like I have a question, but I'm not sure how to phrase it without it being straight up like. Hey, give me help for a case that hasn't happened yet. Because um, <laughs> I, I, I played, like, some visual novels that require investigation and a deduction. 
mm-hmm. it's possibly going to be released on the on the Switch December third. Uh, sure. I is there data? Yeah, this is a highly specific reference. <laughs> I you'll see dating around for decadence comes out on the Switch on December third. Um, so my question is: Is it going to like give me? Is every piece of evidence going to matter, or is it just going to be like here's a red herring? No, the game. The game. If it's giving you evidence, it's giving you evidence for a reason. Okay, understood. I was like, I hope to God that it does not give me a piece of evidence that does not matter, because otherwise, I'm going to think about that for literally the rest of the entire case. I feel like it's safe for me to say this, but in Great Ace Attorney, there is a case where I get a piece of ev- I got a piece of evidence that I did not need to use for nearly the entire case, and I kept looking at it in my inventory, and I said. I know you're here for a reason. You're gonna be important eventually. I'm just waiting for the moment <laughs> that I need to present you for something. And it did. Near very very close to the end of the case, all of a sudden it became important then. Extremely And it was only for one instance. It just needed to be presented once, but it did need to be there. So yeah. uh so yeah, no, the the game uh is pretty um there's not a lot of room for uh deviating from the critical path you know what i mean mm-hmm. um there are still times when you're like hey i don't know what i'm supposed to do next but um you can't uh go down the wrong path you know what i mean you either solve the logic puzzle or you don't exactly yeah there's All no right. there's no false answers to the logic puzzle. okay well i guess there could be but like there's not like a there's not gonna be a shoe in the inventory that you never do exactly exactly yeah. i was i like a like a point and click adventure and all like video game every item you pick up you're gonna need to use on some weird esoteric nonsense yeah exactly i've never played a point and click adventure oh have i that's not true i think i literally is ghost trick a point and click adventure i mean here's the thing next case you are going to start pointing and clicking oh Oh, i love point i love to point oh god no (laughs) i'm scared there there will be a mechanic where you will need to investigate a a crime scene and it will literally be a little pointer that you move around in the map. Uh, it, it'll be it'll be a map, you know. It, it'll be like a matte painting, just like a point and click game. Everything's stationary, and you click on various items, and the characters will give you their thoughts on it. And if it is vital enough to be added to your inventory, they will then add it to your inventory, uh, and then you can show it around to witnesses and stuff like that. So, uh, if you find something at the at the crime scene that seems important you can then and it puts it in your inventory you can take it to uh one of the witnesses who are walking who are out in the world not walking i shouldn't say that but who, who are at a location you can move up to them and then say hey what do you think about this and they might go i have no thoughts about that generic uh response here or it might start a whole branch of, of the conversation and give you something new to build off for your case okay word so Yay, yeah, no, not, not, we'll not, get into that in the next case. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to go too far into it, but uh, we'll, we're going to really get into the meat of things with case two. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I case know two is if, the real deal. Yes, I don't know if anybody else had anything else they wanted to drop here. Uh, otherwise, it feels like we've uh, kind of music covered most of things. Do I? Yeah. Yes, I love it. So when this is like. One of the yes, first... I love music. God, I Don't love say. music. One um, of the when was the first Ace Attorney supposed to come out in Japan on the Game Boy Advance? Two thousand four. The original Ace Attorney came came out two thousand one. Two thousand one. Um, I, I remember that. 
Yeah, I I remember 2001. Um, I remember when I was in like middle school and shit like that. I don't know. If, no, that would not have been the. The point is, I played Game Boy Advance came, games played by Capcom. It came out here in America in 2005. Yes. Yeah. On yeah. the DS. Yeah. Um, on the DS. On the DS. So around the time where like Ace Attorney was made, I want to say Mega Man Battle Network was made, and it has like a it, like I can hear the Game Boy Advance sound chip used in the Ace Attorney soundtrack, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh, Capcom. <laughs> the Game Boy Advance sound chip is it has been medically implanted in my brain. I, it's my favorite. I always think, when I like am just thinking randomly, I'm thinking about the Mega Man Battle Network 4 theme, or 5. <laughs> uh, so like, when I heard it, I was like... All oh, of the sound effects in this game, they use in like the next what, 4 games? 5 games? So, yeah. you get very used to the sound effects, like the text and the you know, when you find a piece of evidence or something that's important it goes doo doo doo, and then it like you know gets updated in your report and stuff like that. It's a nice little just kind of thing that ties all the games together. That's not necessarily like in just a well here we are again kind of way. Um, yeah, it's it's very homey at least now anyway. I I find it. Very yeah, when homey. you turn on very an Ace Attorney game and you hear that like when it's like the case is starting and it's typing out on the typewriter, you're like, okay, here we go again. Yeah, I. It just made me feel very comforted to hear the soundtrack because I was like imagining myself playing Mega Man Balneric, and I was like, "Oh, I feel good. Thank you, Capcom." The nostalgia. Um, <laughs> I I have no nostalgia because I had very little access to video games. This and basically, till I went off to college. So, I'm. It's, I'm, it's fun to have somebody experience this for the first time. Yeah, when- I'm. I'm it, truly the babyest. Babyest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. I oh, now I really want to get. I was talking to Rose earlier today about like how I just wanted to get a Game Boy Advance <laughs> and be like, ah, oh, God, you want to mod it? I kind of. I know a guy. Wait, really? You know Backlit screen, yada yada. Wait, Rose. I I happen to know somebody who has a Game Boy Advance. And said you could borrow it. Oh yes, that is true. Just no, I want a Game Boy Advance to keep for myself to mod. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't help you with modding a game. Yeah, I can't borrow their game advance and come back with like a whole new machine and be like, "Yeah, thanks." <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, that would be a no go. Appreciate I bet. it. <laughs> um, I've upgraded your your Game Boy. I hope you. <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoy. Just get an SP. Ooh, no, I don't want an SP. I want the Game Boy Advance because it has batteries, and batteries won't like die out. Because like a Game Boy Advance SP, eventually the I still batteries... have my Game Boy Advance, and the battery's mostly fine. See, I, I can't deal with the idea of mostly. I want a hundred. I, <laughs> I need to like adjust the screw in the back because like if I touch the back in a certain way, it like makes the battery shift a little bit. So I just think I need to tighten the the screw. But other than that, it holds the charge perfectly fine. Hmm. No, I can't well, purchase my SP things. that I've had yeah. since well, one, I was a child. Well, one day when we get hardcore into modifying our game consoles, we can do a, start a podcast about that then. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'm gonna no, you're going to have to modding. tag me out, Chief. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, go to Tiago's house. Go to my house. Just watch me mod that Game Boy Advance SP, and then I cut myself my thumb like I did when I modded my PSP. Um, yeah. And and when we built your computer. And when, Yeah, I did cut my thumb when we built a computer. Oh my god. <laughs> um. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't mod these. Maybe I should just... No, I'm not buying anything. Okay, so 
I feel like I did have a thought I wanted to say at the end of this, and I totally forgot what it was. Sorry. No, that's cool. I should have wrote it down. Okay. It's not me. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think this is a a good first case. Uh, all uh, hail uh, Masakazu Sugimori, uh, who did the music for this first game. Um, my guy. He uh, Sugimori did the music for games one and two, and then eventually uh, Noriyuki Iwadare uh, takes over for game three. Uh, there's basically. There's a lot. There's like two or three musicians who have all contributed to Ace Attorney music, you know, throughout the course of its life. So, don't worry. We will have an absolute buffet of music. I'm, I'm Cornered is right the best. Now. The best Ace Attorney song, and I will go down with that. I should look up. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't get a soundtrack for this fucking game yet. I literally... we, we gotta get through game one, then <laughs> then you can put the soundtrack yeah, in your library. <laughs> That's that, no good. That's that's spoiler territory. I've been spoiled on this detective game before just by the soundtrack. Oh yeah, um, it'll be it'll be like the Star Wars Episode One soundtrack all over again. Uh oh, yeah. for me it was um. God, I you know what? No, I actually don't want to talk about it's Dig of Ralph again. I got spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> we gotta move away from it. I'm becoming uh, that guy. And I don't want to be that guy. Uh, um, it's all right. Getting some uh, the, getting the, some real boss baby vibes <laughs> from this movie. Yeah. Yep. But uh, it's with Dagan Rafa. Give me some real Dagan Rafa vibes. Um, oh, no, man. God, I, I can't in good conscience do that to good old Ace Attorney. I should, it should be the reverse. Yeah, uh, especially since it came first. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, I have, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> no, no, no worries, no worries. Alright, well then, I think we'll call it then for this week's folks. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod to stay up to date on our latest episodes as well as the streams and YouTube ep- uploads of Desi and I playing through the game. Uh, if you are n- not going to play along with us, that's totally fine. Uh, you can watch the streams and see the entire game that way. Uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Yotsuben. Uh, Desi, where can people find you online? Uh, you can. I'm just on Twitter at Yes, this is Des. Um, it's a lot of Apex right now. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, and Tiago, where can people find you? Oh, I am at Tiago S. Dutra. Um, that's the, that's the account. Okay. And Rose, where can people find you? Um, you can find me, um, on Twitter at at TromArts, T-R-O-M Arts. I post, shockingly enough, arts. Yeah. Uh, just every now and then, uh, maybe a dog photo here and there. Um, uh, oh God, yeah. I, I didn't spell my name, and I'm afraid I I should spell my name. Tiago, you can. You know what? There'll be like a Twitter post. I'll, my name will be there probably. Your name is spelled how it sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's all good. It'll you be have... in the link in the descriptions below. If you're in your podcast catcher that you're listening to this on right now, so. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you'll rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform of choice is. Uh, next episode, we will be tackling Case 1-2, the second case of the game, which has some big changes for Phoenix right out of the gate. And uh, we hope you'll tune in. Uh, and don't forget, 
capitalism deserves your biggest objection.